This is 5 in 10, five topics in about 10 minutes for Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. I'm Derek Gilbert. Thank you for joining us. We're into a new year. Pray that you have a happy, blessed, and productive new year. And we are honored that you're joining us as we follow along the uh, events of what is going to be a rather bumpy ride and try to make sense of it all. Topic number five today, Iran. Iran has sent a destroyer into the Red Sea just one day after U.S. attack helicopters destroyed three Yemeni patrol boats that had attacked a cargo ship near the Bab el-Mandeb Strait. The 308-foot Al-Bors sailed through the so-called Gate of Tears Strait next to Yemen, where the Houthis, who control Yemen, I think we can stop calling them the Houthi rebels, they control about 80% of the population of Yemen. At some point, you've got to stop calling them the rebels and start calling them the government. Anyway, the Iran-backed government of Yemen has been uh, shutting down transit to cargo ships linked to, well, basically any government other than Russia or China. This is a major blow to global trade. About 12% of global trade sails through the Bab el-Mandeb Strait, especially, say, trade from India headed for European markets because that is how they get through the Suez Canal, which cuts, well, about 25% off the shipping cost of having to go all the way around the southern tip of Africa, which is much more dangerous, not to mention a lot farther. Anyway, uh, the uh, Alborz is uh, now in the uh, Red Sea as of New Year's Eve, following the attack by the Houthi patrol boats on the Maersk container vessel, which sent out distress calls In the confrontation, the uh, helicopters from the USS Eisenhower and USS Gravely returned fire on the Houthi boats in self-defense, sinking three, ten Houthi sailors were killed in the attack. Military spokesman Yahya Sari said on Sunday that ten members of the group uh, had been killed by the United States and that the U.S. would bear the consequences of the attack. Meanwhile, the U.K. appears to be gearing up to launch airstrikes on Yemen in response to the uh, shutting of the Bab el-Mandeb Strait. This, again, a choke point connecting the Indian Ocean to the Suez Canal. Trillions of dollars a year in trade affected by Yemen closing this off. Topic number four, California. Citizens of the Golden State awakening to a new reality on New Year's Day. First, California retailers face fines if they do not set up gender-neutral children's sections in their stores. Fines of up to $500. Retailers would have to do this regardless of whether they've been traditionally marketing products for either girls or boys. This affects department stores with employees, total employees, numbering 500 or more physically located in California and uh, sell either childcare items or toys. Frankly, this is none of the government's business telling retailers how they have to set up displays inside their stores, but that is California for you. Every, everything, everything is the government's business there. Also effective New Year's Day, California now covering illegal migrants with free health care. The expansion of Medi-Cal will now allow an estimated 700,000 illegal immigrants between the ages of 26 and 49 to receive full, free health care coverage. And by free, of course, we mean paid for by the taxpaying citizens of California. I mean, this sounds like a pretty good deal. I, I should, you know, fly to Mexico City and then walk back across. That'll save me three years of having to wait to get onto Medicare. <laughs> and it's cheaper, too. Pretty sweet deal, except for the taxpaying citizens of California, who, uh, by the way, are facing a $68 billion budget deficit in the coming fiscal year. 
What are deficits when you can just create money out of thin air? Well, except you can't do that as a state government. This is not sustainable. Topic number three, a new record. Speaking of illegal migrants, or, or is it actually? Fox News and CBS News both reporting on New Year's Eve that December set a new record for encounters with illegal migrants at the border, reporting that there were some 302,000 illegal migrants processed by uh, customs officials at the border during the month of December. Now, by processed, we mean released into the country, um, possibly with free phones, cash, and uh, really no prospect of ever being deported. On the other hand, on the other hand, a House Committee on Homeland Security released a report back in August noting that there were more than 300,000 known encounters in the month of August, 304,000, 302,000 in December of 2022. Uh, For reference, just so you have an idea of the sheer number that we're talking about here, the populations of Newark, New Jersey, Tulsa, and uh, St. Louis are all about 300,000. That's just entering the country in one month, and it's happened three times now over the last year and a half. Since Joe Biden took office, it's estimated somewhere between 9 million and 11 million known encounters. This does not include the uh, gotaways entering the country since January of 2021. In the fiscal year, which ended in October, Biden had allowed about 1.4 million illegal aliens into the country while fighting against efforts to curb the rate of immigration. You might remember we reported on uh, floodgates in Arizona that are open to allow floodwaters uh, during the rainy season to uh, sweep through the gate without uh, damaging the gate. Uh, Those were welded open to allow people to cross into the country. Um, the 1.4 million allowed into the country over the last fiscal year, that's greater than the population of 11 of the 50 states in this union. This should be a major issue in the presidential campaigns that are now going to heat up that we're into 2024. Even major Democratic-run cities like New York, Chicago, Denver, complaining to the federal government, although they're not saying send them back, they're saying send us more money. Of course, that's always the solution. Uh, This, if nothing else, will be an exciting campaign season. But I will say this. I was talking about open borders back in 2006 on my daily secular radio talk show. That was during the George W. Bush administration. When we were talking then about the numbers of large numbers, disturbing numbers of OTMs, that's an acronym used by Border Patrol, other than Mexicans, who were crossing into the country 15, 17 years ago during a Republican administration. So I don't have a lot of confidence that Republicans at the national level have much interest in solving this problem either. Topic number two, wolves. I'm not talking about coyotes, the people who bring people across the border. We're talking about actual wolves. Um, Speaking of unwanted migration, the state of Colorado was reintroducing wolves to the state. So far, 10 gray wolves released in recent weeks, another 10 to 40 planned to be released in Colorado in the coming years. This program was launched by a ballot proposition, Proposition 114, which passed with less than 51% of the vote in 2020. However, ranchers in Wyoming, Colorado's northern neighbors, say that they will use their state's shoot-on-sight policy if any of those wolves cross the border. If they leave Colorado, the wolves are no longer protected. They're considered predators and ranchers are not inclined to allow wolves to take down their livestock. This is, in fact, 
a real and present danger considering that the wolves being introduced into Colorado come from Oregon from a population that has a history of killing cattle. So while voters in urban centers like Denver, Colorado Springs, Boulder might think this is a great idea, you know, reintroducing nature, rewilding the state of Colorado, the fact is there are reasons, good reasons, that wolves are not generally found in close proximity to humans anymore. Livestock, pets, children, your tax dollars at work, Colorado. Coming up, it's a new year and the end of an era. I'll explain next on 5 and 10. We want to make sure that you're aware of the largest giveaway of the year in the We Are Legion Grand Collection. When you order the We Are Legion Grand Collection from SkywatchTVStore.com, you'll receive We Are Legion for We Are Many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters, and Washington, D.C. unmasking the ancient riddle of the Hebrew year 5785 and the eminent destiny of America by best-selling author Dr. Thomas Horne. Divided We Stand, the globalist scheme for a one-world government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis and the Prince of the Power of the Air and the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, and Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. But we're just getting started. This must-have collection also includes the breathtaking two-hour documentary, The Secret Destiny of America, on DVD, featuring Dr. Thomas Horn as he reveals who the God on America's Great Seal and U.S. $1 bill really is, why 72 pentagrams in the Capitol Dome are used to control the ancient cosmo craters who rule the nations, the coming incarnation of Antichrist, and much, much more. But that's not all. With the holidays just around the corner, now's your chance to save big and receive solid bonus merchandise absolutely free. Because also included in the We Are Legion Grand Collection are any number of brand new, super quality, overstock gift books, DVDs, or audio sets to add to your library or to give away as gifts this coming holiday season. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of nearly $150. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so act quickly. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. This is the largest giveaway of the year just in time for the holiday gift-giving season and is available only while supplies last, so don't delay. Visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the We Are Legion Grand Collection now. Item number one today, popular science is dead, Jim. Uh, It's stopped publishing its online magazine. This is three years after PopSci began, or rather ended, its print run which began back in 1872. Popular Science will continue to publish articles and videos on its website. will still produce its podcast, The Weirdest Thing I Learned This Week. But the digital magazine, which was published quarterly since it began three years ago, has ceased publication, will no longer charge for subscriptions. Only five editorial staff members remain. This is sad because many of us grew up with magazines like Popular Science, It began 151 years ago, included articles over its run by the likes of Louis Pasteur, uh, Isaac Asimov, many other big names. But this is part of a larger trend in journalism. National Geographic, uh, another venerable science magazine, has 
laid off writers and staff members uh, last April, months after it laid off a number of top editors in uh, 2021. Other media outlets, inclu- or 2022 rather, other media outlets, uh, LA Times, Vox Media, BuzzFeed, Washington Post, New York Times also, major cuts in 2023. The internet is changing everything. Popular science, just the latest to go. This week in Skywatch TV, we pay tribute to the legacy of Tom Horn, the Horn family, Joe Horn, Nia Horn, and uh, the rest of the family gathering this week to talk about uh, Tom and uh, some things you may not know about Dr. Tom Horn. Don't miss this program. It is a fitting tribute to a uh, giant of a man who literally changed the course of uh, Sharon's and my lives Hopefully he's influenced yours as well. Our broadcast schedule is posted at skywatchtv.com channels, but you can watch it right now at our website, skywatchtv.com. All of our video content is always there. You can also catch it at Apple TV or Roku or our uh, new R- YouTube channel for the main program, youtube.com at skywatchtv now. Of course, rumble.com slash skywatchtv has all of our video content there as well. But as the internet is changing everything, so it is changing the way we deliver content. We recommend you get our free mobile app. It's available for smartphones and tablets, brings all of our video content to you, as well as important news updates three times a week, a calendar of upcoming events. It has a Bible in there with multiple translations, an audio Bible, no less, and much more. It's available for free for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire devices, and we've got links to their app stores at our website, skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.